The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. And today's show comes by request from a listener. So thank you so much, Francis, for your suggestion. And please know, all of you guys, you are welcome to message me or put on the Facebook page or the YouTube site uh, what you would like me to do shows about and I add them to a list and then when they pop that's when I do a show about them so just know that I'm always grateful to receive suggestions and just follow the energy when they're when they're ready so today's show is all about the myths of business success and these are just things I've heard over the years and probably some well a lot I've tried and uh, figured out that way that it's actually not the way to success. <laughs> so myths to, to business success. The first one, and, and this was, um, I get asked this so often, and I think it's maybe a buzzword or a buzz phrase or something in the coaching world. I'm not totally sure. I know I've heard it over and over and over throughout all of my years in business. And it's about the ideal client. So a lot of times people, that's kind of the first step if you go into a business coaching program is to take some time and really look at who is your ideal client? Who would you like to, to play with? Who is fun for you to have uh, sessions with? And I have a bit of a different point of view with that. And it's it's from Access Consciousness. So you guys know a lot of my shows are based on the information and tools and processes from Access Consciousness. You can find more information at accessconsciousness.com. And what Access invited me into was looking at when we sit down to make that list to figure out who our ideal client is, how much judgment does that take? Yeah, <laughs> a lot, right? It's all judgment to say, okay, I want somebody who's happy. I want somebody who's nice. I want somebody who, who's on the same page. I want somebody, you know, all of that actually takes judgment. And if we were willing to receive from everybody, how much more could our business succeed? You know, and we have all of these points of view about if people are unhappy with our sessions or with our classes or with our products or whatever your business is, we go into the wrongness of us. And so then usually what that ideal client list is based on is the people who we've decided won't judge us the most. (laughs) And 
it's it's one way to do it, definitely. And how much exclusion, how much separation do we have to do when we do business with that energy? I only want this and this and this. And if people are like this or this or this, I don't want them, which is a push energy. Now, the really interesting thing with this is that let's say you decide you only want people who are nice. So you've got that, you've got that as your ideal client. That's one of the many points. Okay, only nice people. One, I mean, what's the definition of nice? How do we know, right? And and we often have kind of an energy of that. But if that nice person doesn't have a point of view about people who aren't nice, you with having that judgment about nice and not nice can't even receive from that nice person. Now, I know that sounds a little bit confusing, but it's the energy of if you've got a judgment about something and somebody else doesn't have that same judgment, then you're not able to receive from that person either, even though they might be that quality. So that person might be nice, <laughs> might fit that on your, on your ideal client list, but if they don't have a point of view about nice people or not nice people, you can't receive from them based on your judgment. So everything that is for you and everywhere that you've been blocking receiving from billions of people <laughs> and things and places and events and experiences, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyond. So that's the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can find out more information at theclearingstatement.com. And so you want to look at it from that place of, you know, how many people are you refusing to receive from based on your ideal client list? Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> and what is the value of that? What is the value of refusing to receive from nice people, not nice people, happy people, sad people, angry people, unkind people, like what and what makes them that it takes judgment you know we've all had that experience where maybe we were having a cranky day and we went in for something you know we either went to the store or we went for a session or we did something and the contribution that other person was with that interaction is what contributed to us choosing to change it so if we have an ideal client list <laughs> We're basically, usually that list looks like how we would want people to be after the session. Well, chances are, if that's how you'd like them to show up, <clears throat> they don't need the session. <laughs> so I wonder how many more people you'd be willing to receive from if you dropped the idea of ideal client list. Now, there's a lot of people in the coaching world that you may play with that that's required. So go ahead and, and do that for them if that's required and, and be willing to, you know, to play in this reality and do what, what people are asking of you if that's part of the process that you've you've joined. Just be aware for yourself that you can, you know, you can even kind of just make it up and just destroy and uncreate it and not make it significant. However that looks for you. But really look at if you've decided the only type of people you'd like to play with are this group, how much you're resisting receiving. And it almost becomes like the energy of like, 
a protection. It's like, okay, well, if this group, then they won't be upset with me. They won't judge me. They won't hurt me. They won't. And it's like, really? (laughs) They won't? (laughs) That doesn't take a list. It actually takes awareness. And what if we're actually willing to receive that energy from them? Like, what if it's okay if somebody's upset with, with the way you did a session? Or what if it's okay if somebody's upset with the product and they want a refund? Like, what if that means nothing about us? Because look at yourself, look at your own life where maybe you've been unhappy with a session or a product or whatever. Did it have anything to do with that other person? No. It just didn't work for you. I remember years ago, this is, oh gosh, probably 12 years ago, and uh, a friend and I had went to a class, and it, it was a two-day class, and we went to the first day, and it was really, oh wow, it was really not something for us. <laughs> now, at that time, we just judged and judged and judged and I remember like kind of looking at her and rolling my eyes across the room and and it really just was not for us so the next day on day two we were all of us students were standing outside waiting it was winter in in Alberta and we're waiting for the facilitator to, to arrive and she ended up being like half an hour late and and we just left we were just like so done we were so unhappy with the day before and then you know, her, her not being on time and, and all of that. We just, we just left and went shopping for the day, you know, and I, I remember staying in a lot of judgment. We asked for our money back and, you know, all of this sort of stuff and just staying in the judgment of it when really how much awareness did we actually have to shut off to choose that in the first place? Like we could blame her until the cows come home, but really we shut our awareness off. We were, and we, I mean, we weren't using the access conscious tools back then. So it wasn't like, you know, knowing to ask questions. We were both practicing like psychics and mediums. Like we had awareness and we both chose it. And instead of going, wow, that was an interesting choice or wow, kind of knew that was going to happen or, and we just went straight into the judgment. And what we do is we use judgment in this reality as a way to separate So instead of my friend and I going, you know, even an hour into the first day or two hours or lunchtime in the first day going, you know, are you having fun? No. Are you having fun? No. Hey, would you like to leave? Yeah, let's leave. And just do it from the place of, hey, what works for us, not from the place of, well, she's wrong and she's bad and she shouldn't do it like this and this is stupid and she shouldn't be late. And like we use that judgment to choose what worked for us. But when you use judgment to choose what works for you, it sticks you and it sticks the other person and it just, you know, creates all of this crazy. And there probably was people in that class that loved it. So was it the facilitator's problem (laughs) or was it our problem? And I mean, problem isn't really the right word because it wasn't a problem for anybody. It was, it just didn't work for my friend and I. And we just weren't willing to acknowledge that. So we had to go into judgment, into separation. And that's what most people in business, especially when we kind of look at personal sessions and coaching programs and classes and stuff, a lot of times that's what people are trying to avoid is that situation, right? Like, oh my gosh, 
you know, I don't know if she cared that we left or not, but a lot of people would be like, if they don't come back on day two, that's the worst thing ever. I must have been horrible. I must have been bad. And we can say, hey, you know what? Actually, when you're half an hour late for your own class, that is a problem. And yet, is it? Like, is it? <laughs> the other day, I'm, I'm here facilitating a five-day in, in Edmonton, and uh, the other day, I was 15 minutes late coming back from lunch, just from a, a choice that I made that took longer than, than I had planned, and I was 15 minutes late. And there may have been people in the group that had points of view about that, and that's their points of view. And it's just a totally different way of being than stuck in, okay, who's my ideal client? Who's going to love me? <laughs> who's going to uh, only say nice things to me? And that's usually what it is, is we, we really want to surround ourselves with people who won't judge us. And, you know, I'd love to tell you that's possible, guys. And in this reality, the way it is right now, it's not. So the actual trick I'm going to say the magic trick is being willing to receive that judgment. And I, you know, coming, arriving back 15 minutes late, I'm totally willing to receive that judgment. She obviously was totally willing to receive that she was, you know, half an hour late for the class. And that's, you know, such a huge thing for me now, because there would have been a time, actually there was a time for many years, I didn't even leave at lunch from classes in case somebody needed me. <laughs> Talk about not being willing to be judged. I had to do everything so I could ensure that my ideal clients and the people that came to my classes and all of that loved me, which kept me in how much judgment of me? <laughs> a billion percent, right? Because then if I maybe did go for lunch or went out and grabbed something for 10 minutes, oh my gosh, what if somebody came back? What if somebody had a question? What if somebody was, you know, having a breakdown? What if, <laughs> and it's just a whole different way of being when we're willing to receive the judgment. I don't mean like I would blatantly go out and, you know, drink champagne for three hours over lunchtime when I told them to come back in an hour. That's in this 10 seconds. It's not something I would choose. It just, and I mean that, that actually is a conclusion because in this 10 seconds, it's seven in the morning. So I definitely wouldn't choose it. <laughs> I don't think my body would be very happy with champagne. Who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe that's a conclusion of its own too. And, if I guess if it was light, I, I would actually have to do some pot and pocking. I really would. If it was light to, to go drink champagne for three hours during a class while I told the class to come back in an hour, I, I'll be honest, in this 10 seconds, no, that wouldn't work for me. And that may be awareness and that may be some points of view. But 15 minutes late, obviously I was willing to receive that. And it didn't, it, it just is. And part of the reason that my friend and I had the points of view that we did with this woman is that at that point, we would never have been willing, and both my friend and I are, uh, you know, facil we're facilitating classes and stuff. We would never have chose that. And whenever it is, we're in a situation where we wouldn't choose something, often the auto response is to go into judgment of it instead of just being like, hey, that, that doesn't work for me. Or like me, you know, it's like three hour lunch, champagne lunch, while everybody else is back in class after, in two, like for two, you know, and after an hour. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. 
And so it's just that energy of like, what if we could choose without the judgment? What if we could be aware of what works for us without the judgment? And it's the same in, in classes. I'm not saying you should, you know, go and um, put up your business signs at, a, I don't know, a rehab home if that's not the people that you would contribute to. I'm not saying you have to like blatantly go out and just, you know, find the total opposite of, of who you would like to play with. It's just the willingness to get out of the judgment of it so that you can be in your awareness of, Hey, will this create more? Will this not create more? And not assume that every nice person that walks in your, your office is going to create more. And every unkind person that walks in I was going to say unnice but I don't think that's a word um that walks in is is not going to contribute it's getting out of those points of view there's still people that you're going to have the awareness that are more fun for you to play with that's that's an awareness that's different but when we make that list and we focus on that list and we check off you know when when people are phoning or emailing for sessions how they fit that's judgment and that is one of the greatest myths from my point of view about success in business because the more judgment you have in your business the more judgment you have about your potential clients the less you're going to receive and it just ensures that your business stays very very small so everything that is everywhere you've been refusing receiving to keep your business very, 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 very small, all the while very, 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 very frustrated that your business is small, <laughs> well, you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. 
Welcome back, everybody. So I'd like to invite you to some awesomeness that we've got coming up around the world. So first off, uh, next week, actually, I am hubby and I are flying in on Monday. And then off to Santa Cruz, uh, we will start the five days to change your life. So that's bars and foundation. On Wednesday, Brooke and I, my beautiful host, will be co-facilitating bars on Wednesday. And then we will go into the four days of the foundation. And we say it's Santa Cruz, but it's actually a little bit north of Santa Cruz. So um, yeah, I'm excited about that. I've never been to that part of California. I actually really haven't been to much of California. San Francisco, I think, for a class. Maybe Los Angeles for a class or something. Anyway, uh, and then off to Regina, Saskatchewan on April 8th. going to do a bars class there. And then on April 9th and 10th is my specialty class, How to Change Anything with Ease. I'm so excited about that class. So that's Regina. And then off to Montreal, Quebec. Uh, lots of Canada places I'm just noticing in my, uh, in my schedule. That's fun. Uh, so Montreal, April 27th, starting with the bars. And then April 28th on is the foundation and then back home kind of <laughs> starting on May 11th uh, in Edmonton South Edmonton uh, kind of Leduc area which is very close to the airport anybody who would like to fly in uh, we're going to be doing another five day so we'll start with bars and my beautiful host Miss Tanya and I will co-facilitate bars on May 11th and then we I will facilitate the foundation the 12th 13th 14th and 15th and then off to Lloydminster Saskatchewan or Alberta it's a border town so it's either province uh, starting May 25th will be bars and then 26th on is foundation then off to Europe for oh gosh more than a month I think five weeks for me hubby's going to be there for about three weeks so uh, starting June 4th is Munich Germany with especially class how to change anything with ease then off to Bucharest Romania June 16th uh, my beautiful host Alina and I will be doing bars, co-facilitating bars on the 16th. Then on the 17th, my one day uh, specialty class, how, not how, five steps to increase your money flows. Then the two day how to change anything with ease starting June 18th. And then <clears throat> some other classes in between, I'm sure uh, nothing <clears throat> on the webpage just yet with it. It will be very soon, London, England, October 22nd, 23rd, with How to Change Anything with Ease. And we've also got a Germany date in there and a Copenhagen date, but that information will come. And then off to Hollywood, Florida. I'm so excited to go back to Florida. Uh, starting on November 18th will be the foundation. And November 26th will be the my specialty class, Gift Talents, Capacities with Entities. And of course, in case you haven't heard... Um, <clears throat> I do have a Wealth Workshops and Wanderlust Academy. So it's an e-course online academy with basically how to travel the world, making money with your workshops and your sessions. And it's so exciting. I'm so, so excited. And we just actually added a bonus. There's a ton of bonuses already. And we've added a bonus. So we're going to actually do a six-part teleseries. And that bonus is part of it. So you can either join us just for the teleseries, which is $497 Canadian, or you can be part of the academy, uh, which you get six modules and a whole bunch of bonuses. And it's only $997 uh, Canadian until February 25th. 
So you will definitely want to check that out right away, uh, depending on when you're listening to that program. Uh, And if it's within a few days after, just message me and I will get you in at that price because I know this show will come out on the 25th. So you, as long as it's before the 29th, let's do that for you. Um, And and it'll probably change on the webpage. So just private message me or email me and I will get it as long as you do that before February 29th kind of like the the special of the leap year. Let's do that. Um, Yeah, so we've got that coming on. All right, so let's get back to the show. So another one of the the myths that we have in business is we should give deals to friends and family or we shouldn't charge them at all. (laughs) And the reason that I call that a myth is most people in this reality so far may change, but so far they receive based on the amount of money they spend. And I don't, I'm not saying every person I'm saying most people. Okay. And so if you have a friend who's coming to you for a session and you give them it at half price, you're ultimately setting them up to not receive the full session. And it's funny because I've heard Gary say, and it took me a while to get it, and Gary's the founder of Access Consciousness, and I've heard him say for a long time, you should be charging friends and family more. (laughs) Now, he doesn't mean that, well, he probably does mean that seriously, but if you just get the energy of that, because really, don't don't you desire them to have the greatest change? You know, they're your friends, they're your family, they're people that you know, they're probably people that you'd really desire for them to have more in their life. And you're ultimately by giving them a deal or or not charging them at all, setting them up to not receive at all. So it's really looking at that and and what truly works for you. Because chances are it's not reducing your rates. It's actually working with your business and and this is one thing that I always talk to my clients about and I work a lot with with people in business one of the things I do is business coaching programs um, and I do have one spot in March if anybody's interested I do have a, a spot there and often we've been like this bossy bosserson to our business and said okay well this is what our session rate will be and this is what it looks like and this is this and this is that and said hey hey business how much would you like me to charge so people can receive this session? Because your business has a consciousness of its own. Your business is aware and usually willing to be more aware than you are. <laughs> so if you ask your, your business what it would like you to be charging, it will gift you that energy. And I just use my awareness with it. So it's like, okay, so truth... Mm, that's heavy. Okay, true 60, true 70. And I just, you know, keep playing with the numbers until I, I get to the one that feels really yummy. And it's usually way more than at the time I'm comfortable with, or at least in my experience. So the very first time I heard about this, I was taking my very first foundation class. And she was talking about it, how to do that in class. And at the time, my my session rates were for an hour, $160. And so she just said, well, just ask your business right now, you know, what it would like you to, uh, to charge so it could be received. And we were, I was just kind of playing with different numbers in my head and I got 250. 
And I went into such a big shock energy, which we, what are the beyonds energy in that like, oh my gosh, I cannot jump from $160 to $250. No, no, no. And this was September of 2011. And so what I actually said to my business while I'm sitting there, just in my head, I just said, hey business, thanks for giving me this information. Like I am so grateful to know that you would like that, uh, you know, $250 per session. Can you give me some time so that I can get to where I'm comfortable with it? Because I knew that if I just jumped right from 160 to 250 without acknowledging that I wasn't ready for that, that nobody would come. You know, it, my, in my, um, all of the points of view I had about $250 an hour, I would push them away. So I just asked it to give me some time, which, and then I used that time. And, you know, I've probably talked about this a billion times because I list, it's such an easy thing if you're willing to do, take the time and it doesn't take that much time. I just would take a piece of paper every once in a while. I can't charge $250 an hour because, and then whatever crazy points of view, I would write them down because it's too much, because my clients can't afford it, because I'll lose clients, because everybody will be mad at me. Like all of the crazy that would come up, I would just write it down. And then I would look at each thing individually and I would use the tool interesting point of view so interesting point of view I have that point of view it's too expensive for people okay interesting point of view I have that point of view interesting point of view I have that point of view over and over and over and over until they became no longer points of view and so then in January of that year it was like yeah time to change January 1st easy peasy and I didn't have one point of view about it and my sessions increased the amount of sessions I was doing increased the amount of requests increased because I was honoring my business for what it was asking for and I didn't have points of view about it so then I think it was a year and a half later or so my business asked for 350 an hour so I said okay same thing give me some time I'll get there I did all the work and I was probably June of, oh gosh, maybe 2013, June 2012, 2013. I don't know, whichever, whichever one it was. And I, I, I was ready in June, like I cleared all the points of view, but I didn't take action. And what was so interesting to me is over the summer, all of my sessions, like I would always be full. Every session day I had would be full uh, until kind of July. And all of a sudden it started like, my session days weren't full. I would have a few, but nothing like I had before. So I kind of did the conclusion of, oh, it's summer in Canada. It's this, it's that. And finally, one day I was like getting really frustrated with it. And I realized, oh, I haven't taken action. So then in September of that year, I did. I raised my rates to 350. The moment I did it, everything went back to the busyness and the full days and all of that. So that's another really big myth that we have is that your prices have to be low for you to have clients because <laughs> it's not true. You have to be, there's two things from my experience that are required. One, you're in communion with your business as to what it would like. And two, you are uh, in alignment with that. You Alignment's not the right word. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm going to say you're in resonance with it. You're okay with it. You're comfortable with it. It works for you. Uh, 
you're willing to receive it. That's probably the best energy uh, that matches that. You're willing to receive that. And and again, lots of times when you first ask, you you may not be. So be willing to do the work before you raise your prices. And uh, and then just this in January, I raised my prices again. It was so funny because I there was a web page coming up. Uh, you know, change coming and I knew the, the change would be then. Uh, and I was aware just from asking that it was going from 350 to 500. And then when the web page change occurred and it was time to kind of fill in those blanks, it was so heavy at 500. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, so is it still 350 then? It's like, that was even heavier and playing around with it. And so it actually went from 350 to $1,000 an hour and what was so cool for me, what was so exciting for me, is I didn't actually have to do any work. It was just like, oh, well, of course, that's what the rate is. I mean, how does it get any better than that? And that's just been the years of clearing money stuff, you know, so it really is, I was surprised because, I mean, I had a lot to clear from to go from 160 to 250, then from 250 to 350, and then it just seemed so natural to go from 350 to 1000 which sounds so bizarre i know you guys it sounds so bizarre and yet that's what the sessions were asking for and i just didn't have a point of view about it which was so awesome and i just you know what are those celebrating things where you're just like yes yes and you can see you know how much you've cleared how many limitations you've cleared and not that it would have been wrong if I did have to clear limitations around it. Honestly, guys, it wouldn't be. It's just, we have the tools, right? I mean, how does it get any better than that? So it's really not about the lowest price. I mean, one of the other huge myths is that, you know, you've got to be competitive in pricing. And if, you're, if your price is less, then you'll have more clients. It's such a lie. Have you noticed... <laughs> That no matter how low you put your prices, it doesn't make a difference. What I found it made a difference of was the quality, in a sense, of people showing up. And I don't mean quality from a place of judgment, but from kind of the people who are willing to pay what I've noticed is the level of presence when they show up, especially at $1,000 an hour. The clients I have now at $1,000 an hour, they they get on that session call and they're ready to go. Like they are not messing around. They are not going to fight. They're going to be in this place of, okay, what's it going to take to change this? Here's what's going on. What's it going to take to change it? Here's what's going on. What's it going to take to change it? And it doesn't have to be a thousand dollars, but that's just what I've noticed in my experience. It's like, wow, compared to when I was charging $30 an hour, actually, I used to charge $9.99 on eBay. I'm not even kidding you. That was when I, before I even kind of, well, no, I I had started my business, but I was just kind of getting used to, um, and at that time I was doing mediumship, so I was talking to dead people, and it was kind of, it was really just education for me, and that's what I would charge was $9.99, and it's just, it's so funny to think about now, and it so worked for me, and the quality of people that showed up at $9.99 was very different, and quality sounds like a judgment where they were willing to go and how much change they were demanding of themselves. I guess that's more of the energy than quality. Um, Just that like, let's go energy. And so I kind of go back to what I was talking about on the first segment round, you know, ideal client. 
we're going to have an awareness of what, what is fun for us. So that's fun for me. Having somebody show up and really be ready to go, that is fun for me. And I'm not going to refuse to receive the people who want to stay in story, the people who are going to dilly-dally, the people who would rather fight me you know, with information than, uh, than really take the change. I'm totally cool. If they would like to pay me $1,000 an hour to do that, awesome. Absolutely. I don't have a point of view about it. And so that can be the thing too. We've got to go to break here right away. Gosh, I've got so much to say, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, but that can be the other thing too, is if you are getting annoyed in your sessions, can you please ask your business what the rate would like to be? Because often that's uh, an indicator is if you're annoyed or you don't want to work with you know certain people because they're driving you nuts, it's often your awareness saying it's time to raise your rates. Like it's just not working. It's not fun for you anymore. So that's another piece that you might want to look at. So anyway, off to break. We'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. And for any of you that are interested, I by the time you get this, it'll be over, but you're welcome to the free recording uh, I'm doing on... Well, tomorrow, but not your tomorrow, my tomorrow, uh, a free uh, webinar called Three Easy Steps to uh, Creating Your Global Business. So if you would like the recording of that, you didn't get it, you can just Facebook message me or email me or something and get a hold of me and I'm happy to get that to you. Uh, It's probably going to be awesome. Sometimes I try when I do these shows, it's like I, I'm I talking like it is actually Thursday at four. So I'm just laughing because I'm thinking I probably should have like acted like it was Thursday at four. But anyway, you guys are too aware for me. I can't do that. You would totally know that I'm lying. Um, plus, I would be busy facilitating a class in, in California and you'd be like, how is she doing that? <laughs> 
anyway, sorry, I'm in a bit of a crazy mood today. It's just been so awesome here in Edmonton. And um, if you're not my Facebook friend or haven't seen the photos, you're certainly welcome to be or um, check them out because we're having so much fun. We are having this five day at a mall and gosh, it's just been hilarious. And yesterday at lunch, uh, the host and I, Lori and I, we went to the Galaxy Land, which is all the rides that you can go on. And we went on my absolute favorite, the boat, which is just like, oh my God, I just, it was so much fun. And we went on the swings, which wasn't nearly as fun. And then we went on this new one, which, oh my gosh, it was the one I was actually able to receive the most on. So on the boat, it's like, like it's just a boat that kind of swings back and forth. But when you really at the high point and then it comes down, I'm doing the arm movements, but you can't see me anyway. When it comes down, it's kind of like your your tummy drops. Like it's a it's it's really fun, uh, and it is a little bit like you contract a bit, like it or at least you know Lori and I were. Lori definitely was, but there was that contraction, and so I'd be like, okay, expand out and do what I could to receive totally, and I knew it was still there was some contraction. And then we went on this, I think it was called the Cosmic Spinner, which sounds really, you know, crazy, but we could see it wasn't. And it was so nurturing, especially if you close your eyes. It just felt to me like being rocked like a baby. And I have no idea how it felt like that, but it totally felt like that. Like it was totally wild. And and it was just so nurturing. Like there was no contraction. There was none of that energy at all. It was just this oh gosh it was just nurturing then we went on the swings and that was probably the least nurturing and and it's called the swing of the century so you swing really high um and it was just you know I there was a lot of reminding myself to expand out and and all of this but then and then we went back on the cosmic spinner because it was so amazing Oh, my body loved that. Anyway, it's just been so fun. So, you know, haven't actually been outside in days. I've <laughs> just been in the mall. And uh, hubby's coming up tonight. It's Saturday today when I'm recording this. So hubby's coming up tonight. And we'll go play somewhere tonight. And then tomorrow will be the last day. Oh, it's been amazing. Anyway, on to the show. So all about uh, myths about business success. And one of the other ones that... I know I have stuck myself with so many times and probably only honestly in the last six months, eight months that I've actually stopped is so many people will tell you, you have to have one thing and focus on it and be really good at it. And that is not natural for me. I cannot do that. (laughs) I am probably like you and can do a billion things awesomely (laughs) and to go into the place of well I have to pick one of them drives me crazy and I have tried I really have now right now if you go to my glennies.net webpage it really is all about business because that is so much fun. You'll notice a lot of my radio shows are about business. A lot of my telecalls, my free webinars, uh, you know, my academy is all about business. It's I, I love business. I am magic with business. I have information about business that goes on and on and on and on and on. I love it. And I'm also really great and love a lot of different things. So that webpage right now is all about business and will stay that way because it's really fun for me. 
and this whole living in the magic of possibility. So now I've got the weekly TV show on, on YouTube. Make sure to come check that out. Uh, and there's actually a lot of other things in creation around that right now. And, and we'll have its own web page very soon. Um, it'll stay on living like on Voice America. I don't mean the radio show, but it's like it's going to it's a whole energy of its own with a whole bunch of different things. And that will be that. So you actually can be and do and have it all. Like it doesn't, you don't have to pick one thing. Now, maybe only one thing really lights you up. Then totally cool, please keep that. But the lie is when you're told or you buy the lie that you can only have one thing. So you better pick which one thing you like because uh, it just, it, it has never worked for me. I like so many things and I'm so good at so many things. That's why my radio shows, I can talk about so many different things because I live these tools in my everyday life. So if somebody would like a session on how to, you know, I did one in Germany for just this most amazing woman. I just adore, adore, adore her. Hopefully she's listening. She'll know who I'm talking about. And so we did a session. It was on, and it was about how to have, how to create a hubby. (laughs) So it's like, I, I, I can do that. I can be that. I can contribute in so many ways. And to say I'm only going to do business, it's way too limiting for me. And it's looking at that for you. What is fun for you? What does light you up? And that's kind of another thing a lot of people do. They like kind of look at, okay, well, what's, what's making money? I'll go do that, whatever's making money. And I, I've tried that before. <laughs> it doesn't work. Because money follows joy. So if you're doing what you love, a lot of times there's the money is there with that if you don't have points of view. So I've, I've had people, you know, contact me and say, hey, you know what, I'm doing what I love and I'm not making any money. So that's a lie. And it's actually not a lie. It's just you might have points of view. And a lot of times we shut our awareness off with that. So we'll go, oh, well, if I'm doing what I love, then I'll have lots of money. So I don't have to have a part-time job or I don't, or my business will succeed right off the bat. And a lot of times that's from disbelief. It's from resistance. It's from defense instead of saying, okay, cool. Yes, I love this. And what can I do to create more? Oh, okay, well, I'll get a part-time job and I'll do this on the side. And then eventually I'll get to where I don't have to do that. And I've talked about that before when I started business in in 2002. If I would have been willing to use my awareness and not have points of view, getting a job would have been a huge contribution. Because what I ended up creating was $15,000 in debt because my business wasn't able to sustain us and, and us. I mean, hubby at that time was, was working. And so he brought in some money, but I was also required to bring in the same amount. So it took me getting a loan and then using credit cards and really didn't create more in that sense. Uh, it was still an interesting choice. It's not wrong that I chose it. It's just one of the things that I often tell people when they're starting out, please don't buy the lie. And the lie I would tell myself was, if I'm doing a job, then I can't focus on my business. So I'm just going to focus on my business and put the blinders on that I would make money right away. Well, <laughs> I didn't. And <laughs> interesting choice. And I'm so grateful that that debt was paid off. And and uh, and now I'm actually very proud to say I'm obsessed with no debt whatsoever. So literally, I will every day, maybe 
every second day, depending on the day and what's going on. If I use my credit card, which I use a lot for most of my purchases, um, that either same day or within at least two days, I'm online paying it off. Like there is not, I've had this one credit card now and I have not paid one ounce of interest because <laughs> I'm obsessed and it's an obsession I love. I'm very grateful because I was so far the other way with it before. It was like I would put my blinders on and just pretend, well, you know what? We need this. We have to have groceries. So go ahead and cha-ching. Like, no, no. So I'm very grateful for this obsession. I'm not going to clear this obsession. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So it's really looking at what is fun for you. And if it's 10 different things, you don't want to confuse people, you know, and that was if, if any of you were on my webpage prior to uh, January, it was confusing for people. I know, I knew that I knew it was time for a change because uh, there was a lot going on on it and, and hard to kind of figure it out. And that's where, you know, when I was asking my business, what is required? And it was like having one business, uh, like the glennies.net, be business oriented with the business coaching and all of that, because that's that that is something I do a lot of in my business. And then having the living in the magic of possibilities be something else, which is going to encompass pretty much all of the other stuff, so to speak. And then it being so much more clear for people, because we know we go to a web page or we, you know, read somebody's page or we go to their Facebook events or something. If it's not clear within the first three seconds, we move on. You know, we're so overwhelmed with information nowadays that it really is, you don't have much time to get people's attention. And I know that for myself. Like, even if I'm reading a post on Facebook at this point, if within the first sentence, I don't know what they're talking about or it's, it's confusing, I move on. So we don't have much time. So I'm aware of that. And I'm willing to use that information to create more business for me and more success. So it was kind of looking at, okay, what's it going to take to create that? And so having the two different web pages so that people who would like to work with me or come to a, you know, maybe I've got a telecall about uh, bodies or about relationships or something that's not going to fit on the business page. So yeah, just looking at that and how you can do it all. And maybe your interests are totally different. Like let's say you love um, rubber stamp card making and you love welding and you love um, pet sitting. <laughs> and please, if you love pet sitting, let me know because we are desperate right now. Desperate's not a right word and we really are. Um, yeah, so if you would love to come and live at my house in March and uh, a little bit of April and June and probably many more times, please let me know. I've got two beautiful cats who would love to have you come. But anyway, you know, you let's say you've got three really different, different loves. Still be willing to play with them in that way, in whatever way is going to create more so that you know, again, you're probably not going to have one web page with all three of those things on it. Maybe it is three different web pages, or maybe one doesn't have a web page. Maybe one just has a Facebook business page. You know, I see so many people think they have to, they, you know what, this would actually be another myth that people have to have everything perfect before they start their business. It's like, why? Like, what if you, maybe you don't have a web page and you don't have the money to pay a web designer and you don't know how to do it yourself. And so you're, you know, you're stressing about it and you're trying to research it and it's taking all this time. What if you just go on and set up a fit business, a Facebook business page? And if you go onto YouTube, type in <laughs> set up Facebook business page, somebody will walk you through it via video and do that. Start that way. Because most times 
people are on Facebook. I mean, they they the numbers are huge, you guys, with how many billions of users are on Facebook. So you have a Facebook business page, and then you start posting in it, and you you know give people value and content, and it just creates a whole different energy. So again, you can have all of your loves. What you want to also be aware of, though, is if any of them that you're using to distract yourself, that would be something to keep in mind. So let's say, you know, with the with the three, I don't even remember what I said, welding was one, I know for sure, pet sitting, oh, pet sitting, of course. Um, I don't know, knitting, let's say. And, and let's say in the knitting you use to distract yourself from getting your pet sitting Facebook page up. <laughs> that you want to watch. And, and it just becomes a simple question of, hey, am I distracting myself here? So that you're totally in your awareness of if what you're doing is actually going to create more or not, because that's such an important part of it. If you're, if you're willing to create more, then you'd be aware and you'd be in communion with the three businesses. And it might be, oh, the pet sitting business would like me to play in it today. Okay, I'll go there. Or maybe in this, in this hour, and then the next hour, it's the knitting one or whatever it is. But it's, it's okay to have different loves. And it's okay to, to make money and to receive money from all different sources. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be just clients. Like, you know, what if you, what if there's a product you love? Like a lot of times now people have affiliate links. So I know with a, uh, the software I use for my, my email and stuff, it's, it's called Infusionsoft. They have a brilliant program where if, if I refer somebody to it and, and they actually purchase it and, and they choose it, I get $500. And so does the person who did it, like who signed up. Like to me, that is so freaking brilliant. And there's so many affiliate links out there. I personally, I, at this point, I used to just kind of any one I could take, but now I really only choose the ones that I love that I can speak to. So if anybody out there would love to be um, part of Infusionsoft or you're thinking about it or you've been playing around with it, please let me know. I would love to refer you so that we both can receive 500 US dollars. Uh, and I've, it's, it's been amazing. So anyway, that's one. But I, I, I wouldn't refer MailChimp if there was an affiliate link just because I don't stand behind it in the same way. I don't have a problem with MailChimp. That's not what I just said. I just, I'm one, I'm not as familiar with it. Um, and so it would be hard for me. So I just, I more choose affiliates of stuff that I can really speak about and, and that I've used and that I love. Um, so again, MailChimp is a great program. I just don't know enough about it to stand behind it. Uh, and so, you know, how many places can you be receiving money from that maybe aren't even related to your business? I was looking the other day at this eyelash place. So if you guys watched my video last week, you'll see I was obsessed with my eyelashes, which is very common and crazy, I know. And uh, there's a company, I haven't tried their eyelashes yet, but they actually have an affiliate. And I'm like, wow, because the other day I posted a picture on Facebook and I made comment about my eyelashes because they're so amazing. Uh, and they're like the bought ones you just put on. And I cannot tell you how many people I got private messaged from about it. I got asked underneath the comments all of that. And I'm like, man, if I had an affiliate link to these babies, I would be, you know, raking in the money. So I got to try the other ones to see if they, I like their lashes or not. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh, thank you so much for listening in. And I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. I really hope that these myths cleared stuff up for you and that you can, you're willing to go 
into business and play in your business in a way that works for you, in a way that's going to create more in the world, not the way the world thinks your business should be. (laughs) Awesome. So what physical actualization of a phenomenal business, wealth and money flows beyond what you have never imagined before, are you now capable of generating, creating and actualizing? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy and uncreate it all? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, thanks guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.